Hello, and welcome back to the Cape Rush Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying, isn't it? I will keep doing it. I, I, I will stay here till 10 o'clock. Oh, wait, that's only seven minutes' time. Anyway. Um, <laughs> hello. Oh, you know, actually, sorry, I just realized I wasn't. Um, that's my right. microphone was down on the floor, and I've, I've now just picked it up. Um, so, yeah. Um, you sound a lot clearer. <laughs> okay, cool. Anyway. <laughs> that's probably been the problem the whole time. But anyway. Our, our audio might actually be a bit too loud now, but we'll see what happens. I mean, to be fair, you've been complaining about mine being too quiet, so hopefully this will be, uh, hopefully yeah, this will fix it. I'd rather it too loud than too quiet. I think it's easier Absolutely. to, to quiet yeah. the audio than it is to uh, <laughs> increase the audio. So, Because um, yeah, if you increase it, it'll be static. Exactly, exactly. If you decrease it, it's it's not static. Anyway, do you, want to, do you want to give it another go? <laughs> 100%. Hello, and welcome back to the Cape Rush Podcast. <laughs> I'm your co-host, fuck you, Louis. <laughs> And this is the other co-host, Thomas. Yes, now, hello. today we are going to be talking about the new Fantastic Beasts film, Secrets of Dumbledore. I 100% forgot the, the name of it then, but <laughs> Fantastic was... Beasts, number three. You went like and... Beasts. Because <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out in my head, I was trying to like slow down the word so I could think of what the actual name was. Um, this is going to be our final episode for a little while. We're going to take a little break and rebrand so stay tuned um and yeah so thomas would you like to take us through what the actual story is about uh, yes um i Spoiler. Uh... i mean if you if you haven't watched it this is the wrong thing for you go fuck yourself anyway kind of, yeah kind of spoilers yeah okay so yeah i thought we'd just i'll recap the film um we'll we'll do a bit of like non-spoilers kind of um in fact this this is our non-spoilers uh, it's absolutely okay. If you like these films, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> if if you don't like these yeah. movies, I doubt you'll hop on board at this one. Um, but maybe the but, next one. I mean, f- fair play to it. It is better than the second one, I think, in a way. It is. So, I think this is the best yeah. one. So I enjoyed you know. it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So anyway. Yeah, if, if you want to watch it, watch it. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. And that is our non-spoiler section. Uh, the rest so of fuck it... off. Or uh, <laughs> stay around. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, do what you like. Do what you like. Just we don't care anyway so <laughs> uh yeah so the uh the plot of the film um i saw it like two days ago and i'm struggling to remember it slightly so it starts off with our our one and only newt's commander uh the the only magizoologist in the world apparently <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, you think it would have been somewhere along the line somewhere honestly yeah, right. you th- you think someone else would have studied magical creatures, but no, apparently it is just new. Zoology was around for hundreds and hundreds of years before this, but magizoology, not even a, a, a twinkle in somebody's eye. <laughs> not a single not person gave a fuck about magic animals <laughs> until Newt came along. Um, oh which is weird because the the French Ministry of Magic used magical creatures in its security, which would imply that someone oh, knew how to yeah. use them, but whatever, anyway. Uh, it was just some on. schmuck <laughs> that they found on the street. Um, so yeah, uh, the basic plot of this new film is um, that the wizarding world is about to elect its next great leader, which is something that has never been mentioned in the Harry Potter <laughs> before. Ever. There's no, there's never a talk that the wizarding world has an actual leader 
or anything like that. Um, but apparently, <laughs> now, apparently <laughs> massive election. <laughs> yeah, massive election, global election for the Wisdom World, um, because they're all united by one leader, apparently. Uh, which, sure, okay, why not? Why not? Which we we never hear about when another big homicidal maniac is trying to get every single. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't exactly we don't know when the last great leader was elected. And we don't really know why the next great leader, because they're having the election anyway. Because this is a key plot point in this is that um, the Wisdom World wants to elect a leader that will dictate what direction the Wisdom World goes in. Um, and they are they are there's an election going on between two people, but at the same time as this election, a magical creature called a Chelin, a Chenin, yeah. Chenin, Chelin, Chellis. I, pff, I can't remember. Something that begins with a ch and ends with an een sound. Um, <laughs> they, this creature is, the, is apparently the purest being in the universe. And it can sense a pure soul. So if it bows down to you, you are destined to be the next great leader of the wisdom world. And um, they attract... Uh, Grindelwald is trying to acquire this creature so that he can make it bow down to him and therefore he can be the next great leader. And there just so happens to be a Chelin born or Chen or whatever it is at the same time as the election is taking place. <laughs> but the election isn't taking place because the creature's been born because no one else knows the creature's been born except Newt and Grindelwald because he can see the future, apparently. So it just so happens. In shards is what they say. In, um, yeah. In little we'll, spots. <laughs> we'll get into it. So in order to uh, defeat Grindelwald, who can see the future, uh, Dumbledore creates just a random plan where everyone's just doing random, random things in the hopes to confuse Grindelwald enough that he won't guess the actual plan. Um, so yeah, basically, this movie just goes, yes, we're going to do random bullshit until the end happens. Now, and that's that's the plot of the film. I'm not saying that that's lazy writing, but it's <laughs> got to be the smartest lazy writing that I think I've seen in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's, they've managed to build in a way to just go, yeah, we are going to do just whatever until we have to end the movie. And we're going to tell you, we're going to look you in the eye and say, yes, this is what we're doing. This is the point of the movie is to do random bullshit. Um, yeah, and just and just going back to sort of obviously your, your brief, synops- brief synopsis of the actual film, um, with the chilling, it just so happens that there was a second one born. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this, very this very creature, quickly, this creature that I guess only ever there must be multiple of it because it has to breed, but they're apparently very rare, and a new one being born means and, that unless maybe it because it's yeah. kind of a lizard maybe it breeds asexually who who knows who knows but it, it creates two um but then and... it must be like it must be young challenge so like it must be because they, they didn't even care about the mum dying <laughs> they were just like your kids are out fuck you so i mean like it, it, yeah. it really didn't bother it must be a young challenge and it also there must only ever be enough like one per generation because yeah. if like multiple challenges are born, then does that mean there are multiple leaders? Because well, there's kind of multiple leaders elected at this point, not elected, but 
multiple yeah. candidates presented and there was two challenges. So is there a challenge born for each person who is capable of being a leader? Yeah. And does that well, mean that there are only two people in the entire wisdom world capable of leading the wisdom world? Yeah. I mean, I I guess like it would be like to, to have like a proper election, you'd just you'd pick like like you'd have the three candidates and then out of the three like the, the, the institutions, there's not going to be much chance that you're going to have three pure of heart people in the same, in the same thing. <laughs> so, like, fair enough, we had two in this case. Um, and you just and knew. You just fucking it... knew. The way they set it, you just knew. Like, <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as they fucking brought the whole concept in, I was like, it's going to bow to Dumbledore. It's, it's going to fucking do it. That's... <laughs> and is, isn't it really lucky that not only did it bow to Dumbledore, a character whose entire arc in this movie is about whether or not he's a good person, kind of. Um, but it also bowed to one of the other people who were running for president. Yeah, I'd love it if it went to like, somebody really far at the back of the crowd that just literally turned up to, to genuinely, see Genuinely, I thought, okay, this is how Newt becomes relevant because it's going to bow to Newt. But no, it walks straight past Newt. Uh, the 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 character who for the last couple movies has been like you have a pure soul and you're a good person even Kowalski who's like he's the only reason he's here is because he's a good person doesn't bow to him no it bows to this woman whose yeah. name has been mentioned twice yeah um yeah and just the only and the only time we actually see that she's pure of heart is when she undoes the the Cruciatus curse on Kowalski <laughs> and that's, that's like, it. They shoved that down your throat just to make you believe it. Like it's <laughs> just like, to cover their ass. We need it. We need to make this person seem pure of heart because we, we're going to make her the president. But we've spent no time with her. What do we do? Um, she just she can undo this curse. She'll just wave a wand and save a guy, and boom, that's that's pure of heart. We won't we won't give it to any of the characters that we've already established as pure of heart and spent actual time with. No, no, no. That's that's too easy. Uh, yeah. Speaking of characters that we spent time with. Who's yeah. our? Who are our main characters? This this go this turnaround. Um, <laughs> so obviously Grindelwald, played by Mads Mikkelsen this time, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I think he's really good as Mads Mikkelsen. Um, I, as, think, I, think... I think we can we can we'll get into like the the controversy stuff later on because there's there's a lot of it in this movie. Mm. But mm. up front, Mads Mikkelsen, he's he's good in the very role. good, very good in the role. Um. Obviously, you've got Dumbledore still in it. A lot more of a major character. You see a lot more of him. Um, Arbathorth? Arbathorth? Arbathorth. Arbathorth. He's there. Um, oh, what's her name? Queenie? Queenie? Different haircut. Looks a little different. It looks, looks a lot a more sinister and a lot more sleek than the the, air, the airy, dippy girl that she was before. So yeah. it's nice to see. Um, Kowals- Kowalski? Kowalski? Kowalski. Yeah, um, and a new <laughs> professor woman. I forgot her name. Uh, who apparently she was in the last one. I think she's the one who, um, oh. who like tells. Uh, I was going to say Nigel Farage. No, it's not Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Nicholas Flamel. Um, um, oh, yes. Apparently, that's who she is. Reminds me. No, that's fair. I mean. It kind of did seem out of the blue, regardless. Like it was a very small thing. It, just, it was very out of the blue. Uh, Tina wasn't the, the biggest surprise. Tina really wasn't in it. She was in it a little bit at the end, and then she'd 
she she wasn't I mean she what was she smiled when Newt was doing the speech or something or when there was like a a moment on TV it cut to her smiling <laughs> magic <that> TV <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah so that, that was another thing as well they broadcasted it through different it, means to different well, ministries and they, well they didn't they didn't show what was broadcasting it but yeah on the um in the different ministries you could see uh uh yeah the 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 flag was up there was like a little tapestry and it was projecting a thing um i've explained that really poorly but basically in it wasn't a tv screen it was uh it was like a magic tv screen it was a yeah, bit it was like hot. a hologram it was like a floating floating hologram imagine a hologram but made out of magic instead of sand. yeah <laughs> yeah 100 percent. but would you like to um? Would you like to explain the the route they went down with, and what other ministries of magic we've seen this time? Well, yeah, I mean, by now they have completely abandoned giving the ministries <laughs> a different name. Uh, gone are the days of Makusa. Instead, it's just the Ministry for Magic. The you, we've we've had the American Ministry for Magic, the French Ministry of Magic, and despite being supposedly originally this movie was going to be set in Brazil. Uh, it's not. Which I thought it's, it was. I, I yeah, thought it, I thought it was going to be for a while, but instead we go to Berlin. Um, and it's it's basically just Nazi Germany. Yeah, I mean, even right, I, I tell you, right, there was one scene like this, uh, the, the similarities between like, the, the one scene um, when Grindelwald first comes out, right, and they're walking along, and you've got the two um, supporters groups separated, right. Obviously, the woman that wins. Her yeah. sign is the star, and when they fired that yellow star up in the sky, I was like, "Oh shit!" They've got Jewish wizards, and then on the other side, it's Nazi wizards because they were in like red. So I was like, I was so confused, but I was so like, I was like, "Oh shit!" Are they actually going down the route of like there's like anti-Semitism in the wizarding world? Do you know what I mean, is there like yeah, are they religious? I, are, they, are they Jewish? <laughs> I mean, there's kind of like. Uh, John Stewart, a, a he's a, a big popular American comedian. He was um in the press uh, a couple months ago because mm-hmm. he basically slammed J.K. Rowling for being like they've take she's taken stereotypes of Jewish people and just applied them to goblins. So the goblins are like the stand-in for the Jewish person. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "That's not on." So I guess in this they were like, well, instead of um, instead of goblins being Jewish people, we're going to have like muggles be Jewish people, I suppose, and they're the yeah. standard. They're the ones that the Nazis yeah. are going to kill, and instead of Nazis, and this is this is the thing, right? Because this movie is supposed to be set in 1932. Um, what just heads up, folks, to anyone listening, we're just going to be jumping around. You know, the, we're going to be bouncing back and forth all over this movie because it's. There's a lot to talk about. Um, but in the last movie, Grindelwald, played by Johnny Depp, who uh, they don't reference in this movie. There's no scene where Johnny Depp... like They're not like, oh, that was a disguise he was using. In this, they just play it like he's always looked like Grindelwald. And the little bits of detailing that Johnny Depp had, like the white hair, the scarred eye, all that stuff, yeah. all of those details are dropped. So they've he's got they've, like the flick of white through his hair this time, and he's yeah, his eyes are like normal. There's no like heterochromia or scars or anything. Like he doesn't. Mads Mikkelsen's got like he's got like evil eyes anyway. Do you know what I mean? So it like kind of you forget yeah. a, little, a little bit almost. And <laughs> I I wish that they'd addressed it because it does feel very weird. Like there is a disconnect, 
yeah. and because we live in this era where recasting doesn't really happen, the fact that like the main villain just now looks different and they just pretend <laughs> like it never happened, like true Harry Potter style, <laughs> and the like. In the original Harry Potter series, when the original actor for Dumbledore died, um, when Michael Gambon came on, you know, yeah, he had his own, like he he didn't wear the same type of clothes, but they kept the style. He still had the long beard, you know, he still had the glasses. This, not only have they changed actor, they've changed the look of the character as well. So it, yeah. it doesn't feel like the same guy. Um, and his motivations have changed as well. So... And the events of the last movie haven't really carried over into this movie because at the end of the last film, he does a rally in Paris, a bunch of people side with him and like, oh my, and he's like, go and tell people that we are not the aggressors, that it is the ministries who are attacking us and everyone fucks off. But in this movie, the French ministry isn't the one that succumbs to Grindelwald's influence. It's the German ministry. The German ministry, for whatever reason, the, the minister for magic in Germany is just Sign of the on times. Gr- <laughs> yeah, he's just on Grindelwald's side. And all the people in uh, like Berlin like cheering his name and he gets cleared of all charges, which by the way, how does that work? Because he committed quick. he committed crimes in Paris and in America. He killed people. There was witnesses to him killing people. But he is cleared of all crimes in Germany. So does that mean he's cleared of all crimes in the entire wisdom world? Because if that's the case, <laughs> then how does the German Ministry of Magic have authority over stuff that happens in France and America? Well, that guy that, that guy that was stepping down was the head of the wizarding community, and it was like his final act, wasn't it, I think? No, he's like he's his... no, he's just the minister of magic in Germany. No, I thought he was the the head of the wizarding community because no. there wasn't another one before that. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think he is. I think he's just the head of the the. Um, well, who was ministry. it before then? Because you don't see the person before. They I don't say who. They don't say who it was before. Okay, that's, well, what I'm I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. That's why. That's why I'm saying like but... this. Yeah, actually, yeah. Have have a look now while I I I finish what I was getting at. You, you look, see, because I'm certain they don't say what um, the previous guy was. But in this movie, you know, he, he spends a lot of time building influence in Paris, and we see him having his influence in Paris. And now in this movie, there's no mention of his influence in Paris, and he just owns Berlin now. Like, and all the stuff, all the political stuff is taking place in Berlin. Um, and all the uh, ministers for magic are turning up. And they're all sitting having dinner with Grindelwald because he's cleared him of all charges or whatever. And it's it's weird because it's like the last movie was shot seemed to set up this idea that Grindelwald is going to spread a message that the Ministry are all corrupt and that they are attacking him and he's this peaceful person who's just trying to spread like the the word of protecting of um, protecting the magic world from Muggles and. Oh, the Holocaust is going to happen. We need to stop the Muggles from doing this, blah, 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 blah. And then in this movie, none of that's mentioned. He just somehow has taken over Berlin um, by seemingly influencing this one minister. And we never learn why the minister is under his influence. He doesn't mention anything about, oh, there's a war coming and I'm trying to stop it. He just says, 
we need to kill the muggles because we're better than them. You know, he's, he's, his motivation is a bit more generic, harder to uh, defend. And um, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like they kind of, the stuff that they built for Johnny Depp's version of the character, not only did they change the actor, but they've changed all the motivation and build-up where now he just owns Germany. And seemingly the only reason he does that is because Germany were Nazis in World War II and this is taking place at a similar time. Just, just it to, comes out of nowhere. Just to cut in, um, yeah, he was the head of the was International Confederation of Wizards. Uh, he was also the head of the German... Um, thing but that's why he's probably cleared everywhere it's because he was the head of the international uh, wizarding confederation okay that makes so it makes more sense, sense why he'd why they'd clear everything so uh, so what is the international confederacy of wizards is that like is that like the yeah. world <laughs> do, for... do you want to know do you want to know the title for the the head what what the name of the international the head of the international wizarding community is please a mugwump <laughs> <laughs> that's because Grand Wizard was taken by the KKK 100% the International Confederation of Wizards was headed by a person who held the title of Supreme Mugwump <laughs> Supreme, Supreme Mugwump, Mugwump. so the who, first... who's the Supreme Mugwump in the Harry Potter box um it was founded in 1690s so I just a nice little, little oh, thing there. 1690s. Um, I want to see, yeah, because... So the first Wizarding War was... But that, that was with, uh, I think, what's his name, right? With Grindelwald, yeah. The first Wizarding War was in taking place at the Second World War. And then the second Wizarding War, which is the High Potter books, in the books, it takes place during the 90s, but in the film universe, it takes place during the... 2000s okay cool and so in 1996 oh yeah huh. sorry um so dumbledore was dismissed from his position following the ministry's denunciation i think i think dumbledore <laughs> sorry, sorry dumbledore sorry. Hold up. was supreme Wait, hold up. So, mugwump no no, no 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 so sometime before 1991 so around the time dumbledore was appointed as representative to the British Ministry of Magic to the International Confederation and became Supreme Mugwump. So he was Supreme Mugwump. Um, so he... In 1993, oh. some members of the Confederation criticised Fudge for informing informing the Muggle Prime Minister of the escape series, blah, 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 blah. The International Confederation was held. Blah, blah, boring shit. But Dumbledore was dismissed from his position following the Ministry's denunciation of Voldemort's return. He was restored as a member of the Ministry um, after the Ministry's acceptance that Voldemort returned, but he wasn't Supreme Mugwump. <laughs> and in 1995, right. the International Confederation of Wizards was to hold a conference in Himmel Hempstead, <laughs> of all places. Interesting. How okay, so, so the president thing is actually a thing from the High Park books. Because now that you yeah. mention it, Supreme Mugwump does sound familiar. There you go. There you so go. it's it's not something that's in the films, obviously, but it's something that's in the books. So <gasps> the political stuff Thomas. does actually make some sense. Yeah, go on. And Vin, uh, Vincencia Santos is Brazilian. 
right? So do you know the girl that becomes the woman that becomes it in this one? She's Brazilian, so they might be going ah. to Brazil in the next one, right? Dumbledore was it in nineteen ninety one to nineteen ninety five, and Babajid Aking Bade, um, unknown African country, is from. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, it was 1995, but that's literally what it's on, on the wiki page. It's so they've got like France, Germany, um, Brazil, um, Great Britain, and then it just says unknown African country. Good old they JK. They couldn't bother they to make up a fucking just country. Just, just <laughs> so Egypt. many he's, countries. He's from Egypt. Fuck it. He's Egyptian. Yeah, like just... yeah, there you go. Oh my god. <laughs> so, so who was the um? The Supreme Mugwort, <laughs> whatever they're called, the, the the Grand Wizard, whatever whatever they're called, uh, was um who was it during the the First Wizarding War? Um, the First Wizarding War, I think it was Santos. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's because it oh, says okay. Santos is nineteen thirty two up until unknown, and obviously. Oh, so basically, Anton- it'll, it'll be, um. Because that's that must be taken from the Fantastic Beasts film law. Because this is 100%, this is 100%. this is a thing where like there's some confusion as to the canonicity of Fantastic Beasts in relation to the books. Yeah, because um, a lot of people are, are saying like, well, it's written by J.K., so it must be canon to the books. But timeline wise, it doesn't it's quite line up. It's a bit on the edge, isn't it? Because really? in the second one, you see Minerva, and she's a, a teacher. And at at that point in her life, she would be minus eight years old in the book. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I remember, I remember reading about this with the with Minerva, but (laughs) well, in the in the movies, because they never specify her her birthday in the movies, and you don't get to know a lot of her history in the movies. She could be alive in the nineteen twenties or nineteen tens, whenever that was set. I guess you have to split it into like movie canon and book canon and then yeah that's, it's that's it like... it's the same way how in the hobbit movies aragon is like in his 20s but in the books yeah. during the hobbit aragon is like eight years yeah. old it's because in the movie universe the time scale is shorter because they removed the 13 year gap when gandalf went away it yeah they've clearly took some liberties with the timeline here uh, <laughs> unspecified but yeah they did. unspecified <laughs> yeah <laughs> Unless, um, who knows? Maybe Legolas was sent out to hunt for an eight-year-old boy in the Hobbit films, and we'll never know. We'll never know. Oh. <laughs> but okay, okay, so the the politics does kind of line up with stuff in the Harry Potter books. Yeah. Then the yeah. politics does. It is a little kind of convenient that this election is taking place at the same time as the challenge. But maybe, yeah. maybe the challenge have like a, a birth cycle that the yeah. wisdom world would build their politics around. And even though they've outgrown the use of a challenge, they still stick to the same terminology. Yeah. It's like how school years are built around farming, even though they don't need to be anymore, um, which is why you'd have the summers off because that's when people would be out in the fields working. Um, <laughs> but obviously now there's less people at school who are farmers but we still build our school year around. But, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So, but so maybe it's something like that. Maybe it's like, oh, yeah, they've just kept those cool. terms because of ancient wizarding stuff, and it's happened to just sink back up again or whatever. I could, I could buy yeah. that. Um, 
Okay, Come fair enough. Dumbledore okay. was a mugwump. Do you reckon? Do you reckon? Do you reckon he was like elected? Do you reckon? Or do you, or do you reckon because of the the um, chilling, they were like, ah, we don't need to have another election. We've got we've got one in the bag. Like you were saying, <laughs> yeah. he's a good guy. You're next. I don't care yeah. that you killed five people. I don't care that you've stuck your dick in a kid. Do you know but, what? You're the next one. But <laughs> he stuck his dick in a kid. Well, I don't know. He's, he's, he's he might master, have. That, that's you. That's you speculating. He might have. That's, um... he might have. <laughs> maybe he did. Maybe he did. It's unlikely, but maybe he did. Highly <laughs> um, unlikely, but. Uh, so I, maybe maybe he does get like elected again because that's something we should talk about. Um, this movie. Our, our one of our complaints from the last couple of movies in the in the last episode was that um, you know Newt was the primary focus, but the story revolves around Dumbledore, and Newt's relation to the story was dead thin, and yeah. you know Dumbledore's connection to the story had greater significance, but his role was a lot lighter. It was like they they were playing the yeah. wrong roles almost, um, but this one seems to have fixed that a little bit. Would you say? Yeah, oh, I hundred percent agree. I think it definitely felt more. It kind of, in a way, it kind of felt a little less jovial, and I think that was because they made like because obviously Dumbledore's got more of a, a heavier story. Mm. Um, and when they followed that, I think it means you can sort of feel the depth to the actual story now, rather than and it just and it, and it feels a lot more focused as well. Animals. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Because. Yeah, I, um. Dumbledore's role in this movie is a lot more clear because, mm-hmm. um, and I'd like to say to their credit, but there's a bit of controversy around this as well. Um, they actually just say that Dumbledore was in love with Grindelwald. He's, he's, yeah. He says the words. The one of the the opening scene or the this kind of second opening scene, whatever. It's after the whole chill. Whatever doesn't matter. Um, one of the <laughs> one of the first scenes of the movie. Uh, <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, Grindelwald and Dumbledore meet in a kind of mind cafe. A kind of, I guess it's a projection yeah, a from there. Right? Yeah, they, they didn't really explain it, but I think that blood pact links the two of them. And uh. so they meet in a kind of uh, ethereal plane where only them two exist because of that blood pact. And so they're in a they're in a Muggle cafe from somewhere in Dumbledore's memory, and the two of them yeah. talk. And Dumbledore says the words, "I was in love with you." And later on, when he's asked about why why did he follow Grindelwald, like why would he make this pact with him, he's like, "Because of love, I was in love with him." And they have very tender and romantic scenes together. Um, I, I quite like them together. I, I think they're quite sweet. <laughs> yeah, same. And I think clearly, like. They didn't just go. Oh, they had a very special relationship. Like they might not kiss and they might not say the word gay, but the fact that they are honest about the fact that no, he he was in love with him, and they say that. And I'd like to be able to praise the movie for it, but guess what? They're cutting oh, those scenes out in China. What? They're cutting those stuff out so they can broadcast a movie in China because obviously China oh. has like a doesn't has no tolerance for that stuff. They're a lot more strict with oh, that. So, and, and one of us made that. a statement being like, we, we want Chinese audiences to be able to see this movie, so we're going to have to adhere to their their um, uh, changes to the film. And it's like, that's 
what that doesn't that sends the message of we will stand behind the LGBT community up until a point. You know? Yeah. We would rather make money than support the LGBTQ people. And That's I, I think I think yeah, I think it's awful because and again I'd like to be able to praise this movie is that oh it's 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 a big franchise where two of its its main one of its main protagonists and its main antagonist have a same sex relationship. Like that hasn't happened before in no. mainstream media in a big franchise like this. But they, they fumble the bag yet again. And that is just one controversy on top of a whole <laughs> heap of controversies. Yeah. Um so I I think we could we could, we'll quickly run through the mountain well, list. <laughs> give, give us the other because I'm not I'm not entirely sure on all of them. I know a few of them, uh, but I think I'm, I'm going to let you take the take the wheel with this. Um, so please enlighten us. We've got the the cutting the gay stuff out for China. Um, that's Terrible. we'll put that on the list. We've got the recasting of um, Johnny Depp. And Very topical uh, right now as well with the the ongoing the ongoing court case right and, now, yeah. Literally you know right they've now. they've aban- they've sort of not abandoned that's quite a dramatic term I guess but they've they've cut ties with Johnny Depp but still endorse Amber Heard even though there's stuff out there that kind of proves that maybe she is also in the wrong as well and maybe she isn't the type of person you should be endorsing in this situation either. So you've got the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing of it all, and you've got Ezra Miller. Who <laughs> oh, has yes. been <laughs> has been oh, terrorizing yeah. the island of Hawaii, and as I've done, <laughs> as had several breakdowns in the Flash set, and also choked a woman two years ago, and they still decided to, you know, move forward with him in this franchise. Suits his character at least. I Suits mean, his character, like, I, I guess. Type of yeah. person that terrorized Hawaii and choked women, but <laughs> no, I I think the incident two years ago where he choked a fan. Um, I think that instead of, you know, clearly uh, Ezra Miller has stuff going on um, and I hope they get the help they need. But at the same time, um, one of us didn't address that. They didn't didn't make a statement or anything. They didn't come out and say, we don't condone this behavior and blah, 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 like the usual type stuff. They just ignored it. And I think their response was to reduce his role in the movie because even though the last movie was all about who is Credence, this movie Credence, he's like, he's not even a secondary character. He's like a tertiary character. Like his storyline is like very neatly wrapped up almost um, yeah. to the point where I think he'll be killed off screen. I mean, yeah, sorry, just, I I know obviously you're talking about the controversy at the minute, but like Credence's character, um, I can touch on that a little bit after. Continue, sorry. But... Yeah, we'll we'll circle back around to that. So we've got um, China, Johnny Depp, Ezra Miller. Um, on top of that, obviously this movie is written by J.K. Rowling, who Warner Brothers still haven't condemned her for her anti-trans comments and stuff like that. We won't get into a into a viewpoint here um <laughs> we're not gonna because there's no way there's no there's no way to like, talk about it we're not equipped to have this conversation no um but i it, i think it goes without saying that you know if you identify as a woman you're a woman you know and you know the fact that um 
there is controversy around her and there is a whole group of people who are upset by her comments and yet she is front and center on from the mind of jk rowling written by jk rowling i think it that obviously yeah. it's a sensitive subject for a lot of people and there's a lot of conversation about is it can you still enjoy something even though the person who made it might not be a very good person um so that's like a looming shadow over this whole thing, which also, controversy number five, has affected the appearance of a character in this film. Yeah. Because I, I don't know if you've noticed, but Tina's not in this movie. <laughs> really? She's, she's, she's in the very last scene. Yeah. Which she definitely could have like been on set for a day. The producers could have got her in and distracted jk rowling because it looks like the only reason she's not in the movie there's no narrative reason there's no story reason i doubt it's because the actress had like a scheduling conflict because the movie seems very purposely written not to include her um but the actress uh who's now catherine waterstone i think she came out and basically um denounced J.K. Rowling and said that I don't agree with her comments, I don't agree with the things that she said, I think they're hurtful to the transgender community and and it seems like one of those response was to just remove her from the film. Yeah. Which is and the fact that you, ha- you have these five separate issues characters being written out, authors being you know, kept on board and advertised and part of the campaign and some people are being recast and some people are just having their roles diminished. There's no, like, consistency. You know, like, Johnny Depp is accused of stuff, so they fire him. Ezra Miller is filmed choking someone, but they keep him on board, you know? Tina Goldstein's actress stands up for transgender people and is removed from the film. Completely out of film, yeah. Like it's, it, it's weird. It sends a, a, a lot of mixed messages, and I can completely understand why. If you if you are one of the people in the several different groups that this movie is kind of insulting, I can see why you wouldn't want to go watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's it, it's not supporting transgender people. It's not supporting gay people. You know, it's not supporting women of color because Nagini gone. The only Asian character in the last movie just gone. gone. Not only is she gone, she's not mentioned. And I mean, we (laughs) had to—we literally had to Google to find out what happened, or like what happens to her from now up until. And yeah, and it's—it's a story that J.K. Rowling has said that she's been waiting twenty years to tell, but decided (laughs) actually, I'm not going to tell that story. (laughs) Maybe in the next one, if we get another one, and it's. It's fucking. It's so weird that you know, like it's 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 why it was. It's kind of like part of me feels bad even covering this movie because there is a lot of controversy and it is like a big, you know, what's what's the expression? Is it can of worms? Yeah, can of worms. Yeah, I think I'm using that right. I know there's there's like a lot of stuff. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, a lot of issues with this movie where, you know, you have to kind of remove yourself from so much controversy to be able to just enjoy the film. But at the same time, the controversy is just on screen because Ezra Miller has a very obviously reduced role. Mads Mikkelsen is 
uh, yeah. Johnny Depp's been swapped out for Mads Mikkelsen. Tina isn't there, and you know the reason why she's not there. So it's hard to disconnect the real world politics from the actual movie. The movie just has it out there in the open. So I I don't know. I I I couldn't recommend this to someone who is annoyed by all this stuff because I don't think the movie is good enough to justify all the bullshit. Not in the slightest. I had no offence, but <laughs> not <even> fucking close. <laughs> like, you kidding me? Like, yeah. Like, it's, like, you can't be like, okay, yeah, the person who wrote it is transphobic. Yeah, they've recast Johnny Depp, even though maybe he wasn't all that bad, potentially. Yeah, they're keeping Ezra Miller on board. Yeah, they've, they've written someone out who was standing up for transgender rights. Yeah, they've done all this stuff, but hey, at least the movie is really good. Can't even say that because it's like, well, the movie is. It's at least better than the other two. It's <laughs> like a sort of victory. So I mean, to be fair, it, it is. <laughs> it is better than the other two, and I think it is because yeah. I, this movie, unlike the other two, isn't completely written by J.K. Rowling. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. I'll look it up. But um, this the this one was co-written by uh, the same person who wrote the screenplays for the Harry Potter movies. Um, I think it was like... You can one tell. Of the... you yeah. Can tell. I, think, I think like one of the... Steve Cloves, that's who it is. Steve Cloves. He did the screenplays for all the other Harry Potter movies, except for like one, I think. I think he... It's the like... first one? <laughs> no, I think, I think it's... Um... I think it's either Prisoner of Azkaban or Goblet of Fire. It was one of those two he didn't write. I can imagine it being Goblet of Fire because it feels like Prisoner of Azkaban was going along the same theme Goblet of Fire did, but it felt very different to the rest. Yeah, you know I mean? big tonal shift in that yeah, fourth 100%. one. So it yeah. makes sense that they'd get someone else to establish a new tone and then bring him back in to keep that tone going, um, I suppose. But either way, um, I think he did a really good job of taking... J.K. Rowling's bullshit and kind of translating it into something that makes sense. Because <laughs> this this movie feels like a movie. It doesn't feel like a sequence of chapters. It feels yeah. like a structured movie. Um, and we don't have a big... A character walks into a room and monologues about their life at the end, which is uh, which is always good. You know? It's nice. It's very nice. Like but... we, we do learn where Credence oh, comes from. I mean... Like, in seriousness, right, the whole Credence, it just... What did you think of the Credence thing? (laughs) I I mean, it's just annoying because they set it up. Like, not even they set it up. They they emphasise him so fucking much in the first and second one that he's this big fucking deal. And Mm. he he is like, he, he he changes the tides, right? Dumbledore fucks him up. Right, almost instantly, he changes <laughs> his mind completely. He's been talking to he's been talking to his real dad in the mirror, right? And then all of a sudden, like Grindelwald, rather than being sort of like, "Oh, you're my my right hand man, you're my biggest weapon," he's like, "Oh, I just I just need his allegiance. I don't care. I don't need him." And then he does three things. He does two things wrong, strangles him, and says, "If you do one more thing wrong, that's it. I'm going to kill you." It just it, it feels very different. Like I, I know like Grindelwald's meant to be a bad character, but like he seems a lot more intelligent than like battering the fuck out of somebody because it, it, do you know what I mean? It just it's it and just, this is and then, this is part of like what I'm talking end. about. 
it's ca- yeah, and yeah, basically, yeah, his character basically ended at the end of this one. Yeah, I, or at the very least, they've written him in such a way where they don't have to bring him back in the next one if they don't want to. And I, yeah. I strongly believe that um, his role was reduced because of what happened two years ago. But they're like, well, we're, we're going to have to recast Johnny Depp, but we don't want to have to recast um, Credence as well, because then that's yeah. half our core characters yeah. have been changed. So <laughs> let's let's keep him on board, but let's diminish his actual role. Because at the end of the, the, the final moments of the last film is Credence gets a wand, he fires out like a, a little fireball that destroys a mountainside and it's like oh my god he's a Dumbledore he must be really powerful and he's he's got a wand now so all that magic that he's been like holding inside of him he's finally going to release it <laughs> and you and the, like the whole point like the last movie was Credence is the only person who can stop Dumbledore and in this movie they finally have a confrontation and Dumbledore just wipes the floor with it like literally, and like the thing is, right? He barely uses his fucking wand, doesn't he? Like he, doesn't, <laughs> he just he, he like, uses his magic fucking wall power and shit. Do you know, he like pulls the earth up, like earthbend and shit. Yeah, because like it's it's a bit weird, but it it seems like this movie took a lot of inspiration from Doctor Strange's mirror dimension, because um, yeah, he he puts like a little drop of water on Ezra Miller's head, and all of a sudden they're oh. in like they're in like this. <sighs> They're in the same street, but there's no people. So clearly, it's not the real world anymore. They're in some kind of weird, different dimension. And Ezra Miller is just throwing everything he's got at him. There's like a bit where like he tears like these buildings down, and they're all on fire, and it's all black smoke. And he fires it at him, and Dumbledore just kind of like bats it away, and it just disappears. And it's like all that talk of. Credence is the only one who can defeat Dumbledore. I mean, they're actually face to face. They're not even a match. It feels no, like Dumbledore is just kind close. of toying with it. And there was all kinds of theories about because people like Dumbledore didn't have any brothers. Like, why well, he had one brother, one sister. Where's this other Dumbledore come from? And uh, there was all kinds of theories over the years. And one of the ones that I liked was that Arania. I think it's is it Arania? Aurelius. No, I, no, Ariana. There we go. The sister. Oh. Um, Is it Ariana? Yeah, Ariana. Um, in the books, she was like they don't. They never say the word obscurus, but they the way she's described in the books when they talk about when she died is very similar to an obscurial and an obscurus. Um, so when that was. When that bit of law was added in the first Fantastic Beasts movie, everyone was like, oh, that's what the Dumbledore sister was. I wonder if there's a connection there. And then when Ezra Miller was, you know, revealed to be a Dumbledore, there was a theory that maybe she became an Obscurus. Like when she died, her Obscurus maybe possessed him or something. So he's not actually a Dumbledore the Obscurus in him is. And there was a point when they're fighting Dumbledore and Ezra Miller. And the Obscurus... Ezra Miller, the actor, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a bit where like the, the Black Obscurus thing leaves his body and the Phoenix stops flying towards uh, Credence and starts... like It looks like it starts flying towards the Black Goo. And at that point, I was like, oh, that's because... He's not a Dumbledore. The Obscurus is. Ah, oh, cool. Um... But no, he's just Aberforth's son. 
I mean, maybe the Obscurus is also um, Ariana, but yeah, he's just he's just Aberforth's son, and Aberforth and him share very little screen time. Uh, Aberforth seems to he seems to not know that he has a son, but then when Ezra Miller says to him, "Did you ever think of me?" He's like, "Yeah, all the time." <laughs> That's some bullshit. Yeah. You just found out you have a kid. But then, like he's, but like he's talking to that, he's talking to him in the mirror, right? Does he, he? He must know that that's his son at the other side. Or why the fuck would you be talking to somebody in the mirror? Do you know? Yeah, I mean? but and it's also like, when did Ezra Miller start talking to him? Because how did he know? Did Mads Mikkelsen? Did Grindelwald? I mean, did he know that's how he's a Dumbledore? And if oh. he knew that's how he's a Dumbledore, then, like, like where did he get that information from? How did he learn he was a Dumbledore? You know, it's it's because he 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 seemed to have no idea in the first film and then in the second film <laughs> until right right at the very end. Where did you get that information from? So I yeah. I think clearly his role was supposed to be he was going to be a weapon Grindelwald used against Dumbledore, but in the end, he's he's barely in it. He's sort of just a lackey, just kind of does a couple of things. He barely does any impressive magic. And when he tries to do impressive magic, Dumbledore just bats it away. Um, and then he he sort of has a change of heart, turns against Grindelwald at the very end, and then vaguely starts dying because I guess he's an obscurial and his his body can't withstand the magic. And I reckon there was I reckon at one point there was a scene in this movie where Ezra Miller would get cured. Because at the end, he sort of goes off with yeah. forth. So, yeah. yeah. I think the original ending, oh, there would have been a scene at the end where he gets cured and he's fine and he's on Dumbledore's side now. But if rumours are to be believed, Ezra Miller was having frequent breakdowns on the Flash set under the Warner Brothers project. So there's a good chance that they knew he wasn't doing well and weren't certain if he would be in the next Fantastic Beasts film if they ever do one. So I think they made sure that yeah. they left it kind of open-ended, where if he dies, it makes sense. And if they do a Fantastic Beasts 4, they could like open that movie with a funeral for um, Credence. Uh, yeah. See, I was, I, I'm not going to lie, like, I was kind of, I'm kind of thinking that they, I, I kind of thought that they were going to cure him at the beginning of the next one. Um, I mean, they might do. If, if, you know, Ezra Miller manages to get himself sorted and they make a statement about, like, you know, some kind of apology or whatever to, to the people that he's, he's hurt. I mean, there seems to be, like, some positive stuff where the, the couple who filed against him for attacking them in Hawaii have also filed a thing where it's like they've they've said that he he can't be charged for this again that they and that the restraining order is only temporary so it seems like this isn't being done as like oh fuck you we don't like you it's being done as like no we're worried about him and we want him to get help so that's kind of a good sign Mm. that maybe someone's got involved and is trying to get him sorted just to um put out there i didn't actually realize this but ezra miller is a they them that's yeah, I I I, I, um, I noticed that because I saw a bunch of people um, referring to Ezra Miller as they then, um, and I 
I completely didn't realise. Um, yeah, makes sense. So if if we've if we've misgendered Ezra Miller throughout this recording, I do apologise. Um, it was out of pure ignorance rather than um, arrogance, I guess. <laughs> we'll 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 try and make sure we you know get the right pronouns, um, or we'll forget because we're forgetful oh, people. We're, we're, we're terrible. <laughs> anyway. Um. But yeah, so I, I, uh, I don't know if he'll, if um, fucking hell, <laughs> just going done it. Um, I don't know if they'll if they'll be in the next film, if there will be a yeah. next film. Um, yeah. But, well, I I think it's definitely been left open ended where <laughs> the the character is kind of you could easily just say credence died between movies. Yeah, I th- I think th- the best possible solution is to kill it, kill them, kill Credence, because I think there's no weight to the character now that you've nulled it so much with Credence that when you if you bring them back into the story, you can't like they won't have the same gravitas that they had with the build up to the first two films. The third one's completely just nulled it, so it has. Yeah. The, like credence has to die really like i i i hope they do i think they might cure him and just it would be worse it'd be really worse if they just said ah yeah we cured credence and they're off living the life somewhere yep they they went to the hills had a shack and that was it <laughs> he's he's he's, he's um... working in the ministry for magic that's what he's doing he's doing what <laughs> tina did he's he's actually got a new position uh we're gonna see credence at the end and then... <laughs> yeah, the next movie, Tina and Credence will both look at a TV screen and be like, wow, they're doing really side well by there. Side. <laughs> and then in the next movie after that, Credence, Tina and Newt will all look at a TV screen and go, wow, they're really... And then just every movie, another character gets to, it's gonna, to the group. It's going to be like the Force Ghosts in Star Wars. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be clapping, just... like hands folded side by side. The, the ghosts of um, Wizarding Past, but <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. But I, I, I don't. I, I, I think let's talk about Newt in this film um, because yeah. something that we talked about in the in the previous two was that we didn't really feel like Newt had any actual role in this film. And I think that's because the story they wanted to tell and the story they started off with were two very different things. Uh, the first movie is like a little, a quirky, fun magizoologist is trying to recapture all his magic animals because they're loose in New York City. And I think if they'd have done a franchise about him and yeah. movie after movies in different countries looking for different magical beasts and by the end of that franchise, he puts his book together, that would have been really successful. Yeah. But because they also wanted, though. yeah, true. And maybe I mean they could always do a spin-off series. There's that I HBO Max good. Wizard and World show they're talking about. So um, you could do it as a prequel to Fantastic Beasts. Set it in the 1910s. Yeah, you'd have to. That'd be good. You'd have to address World War One, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe that'll be the finale. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Um, uh, Black yeah, the Black Adder, yeah. Where it's like a fun comedy show, then right at the end, tragedy. So <laughs> they, they could do that. Newt's doing like Indiana Jones shit across the world, and the very last episode, he gets a letter and he's like, oh, the Germans are attacking France. And then it cuts, oh, and that's God. it. 
Um, but no, I, uh, I think they, they, they clearly were like, okay, so this is what the first movie is going to be, but then we're going to, we want to find a way to sort of dovetail this story into the wisdom war story. And because of yeah. that, Newt Scamander's role in the second film was completely unnecessary. And his role in the downfall of Grindelwald is completely non-existent. However, in this film, they seem to have come up with a way where Newt's magizoology powers are actually relevant. Yeah, I mean, God, we literally said before we went into the film, they've got. I think we even said on the podcast last week that this time they're going to have to find a way to just shove it down our throats, and they really did. Yeah, because it was like, yeah. let's just find a way. You'd say if if to make it relevant, then you have to be like, oh, well, the only way to stop Grindelwald is through a magical beast, and that's exactly what this film is: <laughs> is that a magical beast decides who becomes president of the world, and um. Newt Scamander has to use his zoology powers to make sure that the right magical beast elects the right person. But see, the worst bit about that, right, is that, yeah, that that is a very interesting concept. However, right, they don't have any, like, they don't, like, tease you in, like, oh, like, they sit down in a boardroom and they're like, oh, we've got to find this beast because this beast does this. No, the opening scene is him getting the fucking beast. And he gets the beast (laughs) within, what, 10 minutes tops? Jimmy, so like, there's no, yeah. there's no like step by step, like, oh, Newt, we're going to need you for this. This is why you're important. He's there, he gets it, and then he comes back, and then for the rest of the film, you could literally hide him in a cupboard. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, and it, it also, it also feels like he was just doing that anyway. Like you don't really get the sense that Dumbledore sent him out there to do that. It feels like he was just. He just happened to be there. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So I feel, I feel like that. You know, if you if you rearrange the the opening of this movie, you could have it where Dumbledore puts together a team and then assigns each member of that team with a purpose. You know, um, the new the the Professor Hicks character has to go yeah. get Kowalski. Newt has to go get the Chenin. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what the others do, but give them. Have the professor Dumbledore... reads a book on politics and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like have have like Dumbledore assign them the role so we because like, we do understand like the relevance of like the the Chenin, but it, it feels like a coincidence that Newt was just there <laughs> looking for the looking for this creature and it happens yeah. to be the most important creature in the world, and then also not... mm. after they get the creature. The creature's just being looked after by his assistant for most of the movie. And then Newt's main role in the film is to rescue his brother, who isn't vital. Like, it's it's good that he rescues his brother, obviously, but it's it doesn't achieve anything else in the story. What it does is it gets Newt and his brother out of the way long enough so that Kowalski can be framed for an assassination attempt on Grindelwald. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't feel like that was part of the plan. It feels like they were like, "Fuck, we need a reason for Newt not to be here," <laughs> and because Newt's main skill is magical creatures, we need to build a set piece around magical creatures. So they come up with this weird German gulag, <laughs> like prison, like fucking political prisoners are taken to, 
and they get oh. put in a little room, and when the light goes <laughs> out, they die. But it's just like, really what the feel, fuck is it's that? Not like, it's not like Azkaban where they're like they're magically just kept, and like there's no there's literally no way out. And they say, but I, I they say this right in fucking prison of Azkaban. Oh, Azkaban, oh, it's the worst prison you'll ever imagine. Nobody fucking dies, right? And this, yeah. they fucking go down a pit and get eaten by a giant scorpion. Like, and also, this is like a prison, and they also they they say that that's I can't. There's like a there's a specific context to it, but they say that like the German Ministry have been using it a lot more recently, right? Which uh-huh. okay, right, fair enough. <laughs> Things are getting tense. They've turned to their prison, but why the fuck did they have that place? Anyway, like, why Why do they have that prison at all? And what have they been doing with it for the last few years? Because if it's just started being used recently, then did they have to get a new one of those creatures? Has that creature been there the whole time? Have they been feeding it? Like, what are the political ramifications of a prison like that when they're just throwing anyone away? Like, the German Ministry of Magic captured a British aura for the British yeah. Ministry of Magic, yeah. put him in a secret, off-the-books prison. Yeah. Head of the Auras, by the way. Not just not yeah. just any Aura. <laughs> yeah, the he's the head, head of the Auras. The auras. <laughs> they put him like a secret blacklist prison, and then he just escapes, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I never really like, thought there's... about that. Because <laughs> they, like, do, they he... do hide it. They do, they do, they, they, they're very secretive about it, aren't they? Like, it's not like they... Yeah, yeah, it's it's like off the box, and only the people who know about it know about it, and it's like a need to know basis type thing. And like Newt goes down there to like he's he says like oh I'm here to see so and so, and he's like oh well even though you're just a visitor you're definitely not coming back alive. And it's like so what kind of place is this where okay you can have visitors but then they die as well, like it's such a weird setup, and it would have made a lot more sense. If that wasn't a government prison, it was just Grindelwald's prison. Yeah. But yeah. the fact they made it a government prison, it's like, well, what is actually the setup behind this? Like, what the fuck's Cause, going on? Because, like, the British prison is pretty, like, tame compared to that, right? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you have to sit like, in a cell for, like, 50 years and have dementors, like, make like, you depressed. Yeah, and why would they why would they put Grindelwald in the British one where they could just chuck them in the German one? He's done. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like why why is Grindelwald in the British prison when he's he's um Bulgarian? Yeah. Maybe or, well, maybe just Bulgaria. Actually I was gonna say maybe Bulgaria doesn't have that much weight, but the fucking look at the Durmstrangs, they're fucking quality. They're scary yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah, I wanna I wouldn't want to mess with them. I don't know, the, the geopolitical landscape of the wizarding world doesn't really make a lot of sense, especially because sorry, they're all ruled by the same person. And I'm sorry, right? But, like, I like I kept saying to myself, because watching this film, you're like, well, if this whole wizarding community around the world is such a big thing, right? And Voldemort, right? I know this is going back, but, like, if Voldemort, like, is such a big threat, why do we only hear from the British one? And I kept saying to myself, oh, maybe it's just, like, a British thing. Like the EDL. Maybe it's just mm. like the EDL on crack cocaine. Just really fucking hyped up, really aggressive, right? But then yeah. the Durmstrang, the Durmstrang headmaster, was a fucking... He was a Death Eater. Well, yeah, he had the tattoo, Death Eater. right? So so does that mean that I... he either came to Britain and threatened it, or was it literally, was it a global threat that for some reason 
the whole wizarding community were just like, ah, do you know what? No, He's I th- fine. I, th- I actually, problem. I think I have an answer to this, but I don't know if this is actual, like, because I'm okay, pretty give it, sure give I looked this up. I think it's a case of um, Voldemort was like a British problem. So mm-hmm. the the rest of the wisdom world knew that it was happening, knew the ministry was being taken over by this guy and he was all shadow puppetry and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the world's stance on it was kind of like, he's he's not he's not affecting us so we're not going to get involved so they just kind of like let it happen yeah exactly exactly so i i I, but i don't know if that's something that is addressed in the books or if that was something that was talked about after like if jk rowling like put a tweet out being like that's why the wasn't but I, i can't remember i think there is something basically where like the rest of the world was he's not coming for us we're not getting involved i think that was the attitude um but in this, it's what's weird to me is the 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 end goal of this franchise is this wizard duel between Dumbledore and Grindelwald, which was apparently the greatest wizard duel of all time, um, and that's what people have like referred to it as and stuff like that in the books. And it was at the end of World War Two. Dumbledore defeats Grindelwald, claims the the Elder Wand, and then arrests uh, Grindelwald, and that's when the the war ended. Um, So that's what this franchise is building towards. Now, this movie is set in 1932, so about three years before the start of World War II. And then there's another seven years that the war actually continues for. So there's only two movies left if we get the next two movies. That means in the next movie, they have to establish how Grindelwald has an army big enough to have a war with. And then I guess the fifth movie is the actual war itself. Or the next movie will have the start of the war. And then the the last movie will have the end of the war. Um, And the end of the last movie, he's built followers. He has kind of a foothold in France and he's proven. And he has the whole thing where he's like, they're the aggressors. We are peaceful. We're trying to stop the Holocaust. Uh-huh. Go forth and talk about me. And then in this one, Grindelwald doesn't actually put forward an ideology. He doesn't put for. He doesn't like stake a claim. Like the German minister just goes, "Yeah, we cleared him over all charges, and he's gonna, he's gonna run for president." And then everyone they come. And he's out got a lot they, of supporters in that. Yeah, but they also come out of nowhere. Like you don't know why they're supporting yeah. Grindelwald. Because all of a sudden people come out and they shoot little green fireworks in the sky that have his logo. In the it looked air. like then... they were part of the other group, though. Do you know what I mean? It looked like they were part of like uh, Lao. Is it? It looked like they were part yeah. of Lao's contingent, and then all, it was of, a sudden, all of a sudden, green, green fireworks go up <laughs> in the sky, and yeah, and people start being like, "Oh, Grindelwald, Grindelwald, yeah, everyone, Grindelwald," but he never comes out and goes, "This is what I'm fighting for." And then when he does get elected at the end. He's like, we're going to go to war with the muggles. Like, straight away, he's like, war with the muggles. And then he's deposed. Everyone turns on him. He's proven to be deceitful. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Very quickly deposed. Everyone turns on him. He he seems to lose all his followers. Queenie goes back to Kowalski, um, uh, Credence, or Aurelius Dumbledore is the the other name. Um, They kind of... Because that's like his actual Dumbledore name. 
he turns against uh, um, Mads Mikkelsen. See, this is the problem, right? Ezra Miller, the person, identifies as they, them, but the character is a male. I know. I struggle with that as well. I keep switching between he and they and Ezra Miller and Credence. Yeah. So I, if I if I keep getting it wrong, I apologize. But I'm, I, it's because I keep bouncing between the actual actor and the character. So yeah, I anyway. apologize. Um, but sure yeah, so I I hope so. I'll I'll get cancelled. We'll see. Uh, so um, the fact that like he doesn't seem to have any followers because he has that big group of followers that are like watching him bewitch that animal, but then he just kind of like has to fuck off on his own and. There's no sign that people are still following him because he's kind of been proven to be full of shit. So it's and then even Queenie who joined him because she's like, oh, he's, he's he can make the world that you know we want and we can be together. In this movie, there's she, none of that shit's going on. Now she just looks like an axe, like a hostage, and she's like, oh, I think I've made a mistake. <laughs> but you don't see her change her opinion. You don't see that moment where she's like, oh, actually, no. oh fuck, I've messed up here. Immediately she's. Exactly. And it feels like it's just, oh, fuck, we actually, it actually makes no sense that Queenie joined him. So we're just going to write it that she feels trapped, you know? And then by the end of this movie in particular, right, uh, Tina and Newt, I guess, are a couple because they have that little romantic meetup. Uh, Kowalski and Queenie get married. Um, Newt and Dumbledore have that little conversation where Newt's like, Oh, I, it's a good job we saved the world. And was like, yeah, we did save the world. Yeah, we did it. And Newt's like, hey, if you ever need my help again, let me know. And Dumbledore's like, well, we'll see. And then he just walks off into the sunset. So it feels like they've wrapped up all the loose ends, except what happened to Grindelwald. But even so, yeah. if you've seen the Harry Potter movies, you know what happened to Grindelwald. <laughs> so Maybe on the fall of... down in the apparition, he lost his hair. He gained a couple, <laughs> yeah. and then he, just, he, he just ran away. Maybe that's it. Maybe we won't see Grindelwald ever again. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the end of Grindelwald, and they're going to start a new story for the final four and five. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, do you think we will get another one? Because they've they've kind of wrapped up every loose except Nagini. We we don't know what happened to her. I guess she went to Romania and just became a snake. We, I mean, we don't actually know what happened to Nagini. And um, I mean, you and Tina's relationship isn't tied up. Like, no, but there's really. enough there where you can just assume, okay, they got together. Like, because there's there's no reason for them not to be together in this movie anyway. Because at the end of the last movie, they kissed and made up. So in this movie, yeah. um, I, the only reason they're not together is because she physically isn't there. But they, there's no reason why they can't be like in a long distance relationship. So you can just assume, well, maybe they are together, and they're just both really awkward people. Um, and Newt's been traveling a lot, so they've, I, I don't know. There's just, because they don't hate each other, you can just be like, okay, yeah, they're in love. Fine. Why they not? can't finish it here. They can't. They, like, they'll have to be more. Like, I, I, like, I know theoretically and technically they can finish it because, I mean, like, they fucking give a shit. But, <laughs> like, in reality, like, it, it, it feels so hollow. Like, they at least need to fill it with. Like some more, I like. I agree, but I also think that if they did a fourth one, 
they've tied up enough stuff here where they could just do a fourth one and not have Newton, not have Tina, not have Kowalski. Just have like yeah, I agree with four that. and five be 100%. Dumbledore versus Grindelwald. And they 100%. might not even have to do two. Just have a movie where it's Dumbledore versus Grindelwald. And yeah. you could just call it Dumbledore versus Grindelwald. Yeah. And it's kind of connected, kind of not. And you can Jewel just <laughs> exactly. It's just at the end of um, it's at the end of the Second World War, and you can just because then that way you can brush past like thirteen years. And yeah. in the last few years, Grindelwald has built a following yeah. of just muggle hating bastards. I'd love to see Dumbledore just fucking searching and doing like proper detective work, going around yeah. like little small towns and magical villages all across the world like chinese villages brazilian villages like african villages you know just like really sort of like exploring the different communities and like trying to find where grindelwald's built is following enough yeah. to think. and then maybe they might bring the order of the phoenix maybe this is what this maybe this is the origin for oh I'd, I'd, I'd love them to have an order of the phoenix <laughs> imagine and... this was it his like it's the order of the phoenix versus grindelwald's Get together. I don't know. Grindelwald's <laughs> <laughs> get together. But I mean, I there, I think there is enough gas in the tank because now whatever they do, they have to do the Wisdom War. They just have to. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah. 1932 in this movie. They, they can't do another one where it's like, oh, Grindelwald's trying to gain power. The next movie, it's like, no, he has to have a following. He has to have some kind of army. He has to start a war and we have to see that war happen. It has to at least start. Yeah. And then that means that the movie after that, the war has to end. So there is at least now a structure where the next movie, it just has to. They're right on the doorstep of it. The yeah. next movie, the war, even if it start, even if it starts at the very end of the film, like um, Star Wars Attack of the Clones, yeah. where you're just like, the Clone Wars have begun. Then the next movie, oh, the Clone Wars are about to end. Like, even if it's like that, whatever they do, the war has to start in the next movie and the movie after that, the war has to end. So there is an actual structure now, whereas for the last three movies, there's been no structure. They've just kind of been doing whatever, making it up as they go. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, because it's structured and because you know what you're getting yourself into, you could sort of rebrand this franchise, drop the Fantastic Beasts and just have like, I mean, they, they might not because they still want that synergy. But because, you know, you've had Grindelwald and you've had Dumbledore, you could call the movie something like Grindelwald versus Dumbledore. You know? Yeah, it would be good. Maybe a bit Was... more of like a, I don't know. I don't know. I think, you'd, yeah. I think good, they'd but... still use the Fantastic Beasts title, but because all the characters associated with that first Fantastic Beasts movie, their stories have kind of come to a close, you don't really need the same branding. You just need Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Yeah. And if you change it up and you change the title and you rebrand the franchise and you retool it, if you can find a way to get rid of J.K. Rowling, you know, and if you get rid of like Ezra Miller or whatever, it would be a, a much tidier movie because you can sort of semi-remove yourself from all the controversy of the last couple and completely fresh start. We're doing two movies. We're doing the war, and then that's it. You get to see the fight between Dumbledore and Grindelwald, and boom! What? Is that the global wizarding war that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I genuinely don't know if we'll get another one because there wasn't a lot of hype built around this one. So I don't see it making a lot of money. Um, but at the same time, it is Warner Brothers like big IP. Yeah. And they will keep using this um, world and churn out as much profit from it as they possibly can. So maybe they'll just do four and five no matter what because they're like, fuck it. You know, it, it's all we have. <laughs> but yeah. like they're trying to pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it feels a bit desperate like that, doesn't it? Fuck, we need a rent's doing a few. Fuck, just do another Fantastic Beast movie. <laughs> We're going to lose the one up with this lot if we don't do it. I don't know. I, I think there's enough here where if they never did another one, they could get away with it. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, it's not so, um, what's the word? There isn't that much of like a loose hanging thread that people are going to be forever. Oh, what happened after that? What happened after that? Because all the characters in like Tina and Newt and all that, all their stories kind of come to a close and the only two characters that are left open-ended are Dumbledore and Grindelwald, and you know what happens to those two anyway. Even Nagini, you don't know how she becomes a snake, but you know she becomes a snake, and that yeah. snake gets killed by Neville. You know? Yeah, I guess they just have to kind of show... They'll need to show what happens to Credence. They will. <laughs> they could... You know what, right? I wouldn't be surprised if they just go, oh, here's a comic book that we've released. Here's a graphic novel that shows what happens oh, to them all. I'd be so pissed. I'd be so pissed, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like, if this doesn't make any money and they decide not to make another one, they could just go, oh, here's, here's a comic to wrap up the loose ends. <laughs> They've done it before. Fuck's sake. So, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think, what else? What else? Um, what did you, what do you think about the magic stylings in this one? You know what, right? I... I both loved that final fight and hated it because <laughs> I loved the kind of like the there was it was like magic but hand to hand combat. Yeah. Um the way like they'd go to like fire off a spell but they'd use their hands to move the wand out the way and kind of stuff like that. Yeah. It felt you know it, it was quite an intimate fight which you want it to be with two people who used to be like lovers. Yeah. You don't just want them pointing lasers at each other and you want it to visually be different from yeah. the Harry versus Voldemort I mean, thing. The one, the, yeah, I mean, the, you say that, but then in a way it kind of was like the same. <laughs> like, yeah, because okay, they, 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 they didn't have green uh, green and red, but they both had red that they were shooting like. <laughs> yeah, and they, and they are just kind of like shooting like firecrackers at each other and there's yeah. not a lot of variety. And to, like You say there's not like a great deal of like variety, but like in a way like the actual like fighting style is so different because like they operate away from spells so much more consistently in this. And I get in Harry Potter maybe because they're kids, they, they're not very good at it. But like even the adults, they don't operate away as much in conflict. Do you know what I mean? Like unless they're like chasing True. people, but they don't like operate away and then like shoot spell and then like they're not as tactical with it. Like it, it was interesting to see the. I like the fighting style in this because it was a lot more practical rather than just like. 
use a spell to defend than use a spell to attack. Like you just attack, True. they get out the fuck out of the way, and then shit like that. But at the same time, though, my favorite fight in the Harry Potter franchise is the Voldemort versus Dumbledore fight. There's no yes. music, and yes. they're both trying different things. You know, like. Mm. Voldemort tries to um, use a fire dragon, so Dumbledore like puts him in a big ball of water, and then like Voldemort like smashes yeah. the glass and fires That's it good. at Dumbledore. So then Dumbledore turns it all to sand. Like they're trying different things in this film and in the other ones, even in like the the later Deathly Hallows movies, they're just kind of like they'll they'll like yeah they'll smack their wand and there'll be like a flash of light and then the others will like try and block that flash of light and yeah. it's very it's very fast paced i love the fight in the alley where it's like they all kind of like stand off with each other and then they're like like shooting firecrackers or whatever and there's some fun stuff like someone gets trapped inside a wall and you know yeah. like there's little that was animals part flying of magic around. that just didn't really like it doesn't none of this <laughs> it's like you learn like a new thing that just seems so natural they make it so natural in this but then like you think well realistically that never came up to ever being physically possible like they break the laws they almost break everything in this universe true but i i I kind of like that like they they have like different spells because you can sort of yeah imagine that okay if these are all auras they're not you know teenagers they're experienced so they make no like more advanced of course, Magic but then in a way, thing. but then that makes the Harry Potter like film anthology or whatever, not anthology, but the film series, it just makes it less believable. Because then if you like if you then have if you like you have these adults that are grown with magic and they've got like really like they're really experienced, why weren't they using these spells against kids? And they were just using ba- like kid, the kids were just using the basic spells, whereas the adults weren't able to use these complex spells that obviously do you know what I mean? It's just, true. It, it, I mean, I mean, there's, I mean, in terms of like the the magic that the adults use in the High Potter series, it's it was already a bit weird. Like the final fight of this big conflict is at a school, and you're having students fight like soldiers. Like that's already a bit messed up anyway. Um, and you do see some more advanced stuff, like uh, the the Molly Weasley turns Bellatrix into like dust with that weird like drying out spell and Voldemort has those weird ribbon things and stuff like they like the the adults do sort of use a bit more advanced magic but But you don't I think it's more a case of you just don't see it because there's a much more focus on the kids um and I'm just saying that it wouldn't have worked as like like this more kids would have died that's what I'm saying like than what they would than what they show like it, I, I just True, don't think it yeah. it, like it's I think it's it's contradictory to have so many like all, all the adults in this know a, like a, a huge variety of spells that would like debilitate anybody else and then obviously they tried to play it off that the kids just wouldn't know the spells but then when the kids did fight the adults in Harry Potter it just wasn't yeah I, I just think it's contradictory to the to the style of magic. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, 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 I sort of see that, but I mean, it's like, it's a, a different context, I guess. Like, I mean, realistically, yeah, in the Harry Potter series, no matter what way you look at it, all those kids should have died. Cause you've you got like a couple hundred kids fighting yeah. an army of 
rapists and murderers who'd all be going straight for the killing spell and none of those kids were hmm. trained in deflecting the killing spell. So 100% all those kids should have died in the Harry Potter books. Um, so that was already kind of like weird in the first place. I just, you kind of have to like forgive it because otherwise, you know, like it, it, in terms of like the Harry Potter stuff, you just got to be like, okay, fine. For whatever reason, the adults didn't try and kill them as hard as they could have. In this, I like seeing the more advanced stuff because you know they're, they're see you're not seeing people learn magic for the first time. You're seeing seasoned auras and fighters who are fully mm. trained using proper spells, which I guess is why I'd want a bit more variety in the magic. And part of me is it's why I'm sort of. I'm like, well, maybe we shouldn't see the fight between Dumbledore and Grindelwald because it is, it's like talked about as the greatest wizard duel of all time. And I don't know if the people making these movies have the no, imagination to pull no, that off. Not, not at all. I mean, you could make it like some weird Doctor Strange fight where they're like jumping through like. Well, that's plate, what like, I was thinking. They've got weird like twisted universe, like magical world shit that they go through while they're fighting. Do you know what I mean? Like. Because think of the fight between Doctor Strange and Thanos. Yeah. You wanted something like that, where they're just uh-huh. throwing stuff at each other and they're having to do weird shit to pull it off. In like, a way, like the, the Credence Dumbledore fight would be like just extended in that same sort of thing. They're going through weird universes and shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and make it much more even, because in that Credence is <laughs> yeah. everything he has, and Dumbledore is just... <laughs> Knocking it back and forth without like a care in the world. Yeah. He, he basically like bitch smacks the magic away. He's just like, nah, fuck off. Getting you back. So I don't I don't know. I I'd I wanna see that wizard duel because that's been the whole point of these movies, is it's built into that moment. But I don't know yeah. if the people making these movies could actually pull off that fight. I'm not certain. I'm not certain. I don't think so. I, I don't think they can. <laughs> I really don't think they can. <laughs> I, they, I, I don't know. I, I, maybe they could if they just went, fuck it. We'll go all out. Let's just come up with the weirdest, craziest shit and we'll just do whatever. And we'll have like a half an hour fight where it's just Grindelwald and he's like doing all the weird mirror dimension shit and he's doing like weird cool. trippy abstract stuff and Dumbledore's having like counteract it and shit. Like there's... um. In uh, the Sandman series, um, I think it might—I think it might be a real game because there's a there's an old like song called Two Magicians," and the game. I'm sorry, none of that sentence made any sense. But there's a game in the <laughs> there's a there's a game in the Sandman series where the Sandman Morpheus and Lu- and one of the demons in Hell play this game where you state that you are a thing. And the next person has to come up with something that could defeat what you are and then vice versa. So if you said, I am a bug, then the person you're playing against says, I am a frog. And then the person next to you says, I am an alligator or whatever, like something that can kill the thing you become. And I think it might be a real game because there's a song, like an old folk song, I think, called Two Magicians that is basically that. It's I this you were one go magician, into the old woman that swallowed the fly, and then swallowed the cat to grab the fly, and the blah blah. blah. Do you know that? Well, I, yeah, I, I, I think that's another example. Um, but in the Sandman series, it gets that abstract, 
where um Morpheus like in order to defeat um like uh the demon he's fighting says that I am death, I am despair, I am all things evil. And he's like, Go on, what what will you be? What what can you be that can defeat that? And Morpheus says, I am hope. And it's like an abstract thought of like, oh, hope is the thing that will defeat that, and there's nothing that can defeat hope, kind of. Um, all of that to say, if you lent into that, where Dumbledore and Grindelwald are fighting each other with abstract con like um abstract concepts, you know, and are fighting each other yeah. with like you know, we instead of just pointing lasers at each other, if it's like weird, trippy, abstract shit, that could be interesting. But I don't know if these people can pull that off. Did any of that make any sense? <laughs> yeah, but I don't think a lot of them. I, I don't know. They're not going to be able to, Thomas. I'm sorry to break it to you. It's a lovely <laughs> idea, but in the harsh reality, they're struggling to just maintain characters at this point. Let alone the structure of film. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. I don't know. Excellent I, idea, though. But <laughs> how would you feel if they decided that instead of two movies, they would just do one movie? The last movie in the series, they call it Grindelwald, Grindelwald versus Dumbledore, and it is just them two fighting each other. None I mean, of the other supporting characters. It's like Dumbledore and a, maybe a couple other people versus Grindelwald and a couple of people, whatever. And it's just them two, and that's how the series ends. How would you feel about that? I think I'd like it if it was structured in a certain way. So I think if it was three hours long, right? Pushing mm. it, I know, pushing it along. But well, it's I getting think, more right, common these days. I know, I know, and I'm, I'm glad for that because I like long films. Like I hate short films because anyway, Same. that whole, whole different thing. But <laughs> as like, in my eyes, I think they need to if they had it three hours long for this film and they were f- focusing it on that sort of area, I think they need to have an hour and a half, roughly. Obviously, not like not not on the dot, but like, <laughs> roughly an hour and a half. Right? Hour and a half, Mark. Right, move on. <laughs> yeah, halfway through a scene, it's just them fucking fighting. <laughs> like, I want, I want like the first hour and a half to be Dumbledore tracking down Grindelwald by himself, and then like halfway through that half, so in a quarter, finding out that like Grindelwald's got a big army, right? Then I want him to find and set up the Order of the Phoenix, and sort of mm. have that moment of sort of like building his own army to like combat that. And obviously, maybe bring a few Witch of the Wizard, whatever. I don't care. Maybe just that, like, the Order of the Phoenix Task Force and then go on, like, some SAS mission for the rest for, like, the other hour and a half and have this have a massive fight at the end. I think that would be, like, my ideal final film if they were going to end it for. But Like, if they if they just did it with one more film. I'm I'm of, like, yeah. a similar thing, but I'd, I'd again, like, a big three-hour movie. And I'd want the, the first half of the movie to be, okay, war breaks out. Grindelwald has built a following uh, across Europe, people who still believe in his ideology, whatever. Um, yeah. They start attacking ministries across the world. So then Dumbledore, or like, so the, the president, the, the the woman who gets elected at the, like, the other movie, um, this movie, even, um, she starts like having a counterattack that and she puts together a team that can like mobilize and, so you have like a sort of the first part is Dumbledore and Grindelwald like you know 
at war mm-hmm. with each other using different armies or whatever. And then something happens, maybe the president dies or something. So Dumbledore's like, right, I'm just going to take this to him. Gets a team together and goes hunting for Grindelwald himself. And then it ends with a big fight. Because if it's going to be a wisdom war, you want to see the war. Absolutely. You want to see wizards fighting each other in the streets. Oh, I, I fucking tell me I do. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's the whole point. If the wizard, it's like um, parts of the Caribbean. You want to see a pirate war, not just two boats shooting at each other. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to. Yeah. Like if this movie does the same thing, where it builds up a war, but then the two armies meet in like a field and just let Dumbledore and Grindelwald fight it out. It's like, well, then what was the point in anything? You know, like it's a war. It's not just two people fighting even each twi- other. Even Twilight had like a bigger fucking battle. Ex- exactly. <laughs> and that was like exactly. twelve people in a park. <laughs> exactly. It was. It was like a six-a-side game of football or something. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I think um, the only sports reference you will ever do. But... <laughs> exactly. That's, and to be honest, I wasn't even sure if I got it right. So. <laughs> Oh, complete guess <laughs> so I I think that like you know if you were just going to do one more movie you'd have to have at least part of it devoted to two warring factions and you'd want yeah. Dumbledore and Grindelwald being the people manipulating those factions not manipulating in a negative way but like you have Dumbledore planning out attacks and you see like he's in a war room I'm thinking it's like the cabinet rooms you know all the iconography around like Winston Churchill and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, 100%. 100%. Have him like round a table and he's got a big map and he's like, I, he, he pushes, he's got one of those sticks that pushes a thing. Yeah. And because it's magic, <laughs> the, the thing he pushes can move or whatever. And then as he pushes no, the no, thing, no, no, no. it cuts to a scene glove. and they're fighting. He uses that glove thing. Do you know how like the, the glove ah, thing yeah. that Dumbledore does? He does that, but with like a stick and the glove. <laughs> and it move and it moves the the piece of the place, and then it cuts to there's like a big field, and two wizards are fighting each other, or like two armies I of hope wizards. It's not even a field. you keep mentioning a field, but you're kind of worrying me now that I really hope it's not a field. No, you know it'd be a field. It'll definitely be a field. I'd I'd, I'd be so sad if it was just a field. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be a field or a forest. It'll be one of those. Oh yeah, per- my money's on forest. <laughs> I I think right mountain top like a really tall mountain like battle on top of a mountain that'd be awesome that'd be a cool that'd be cool well that's what you'd want for grindelwald and dumbledore they'd that's what i mean meet so, on a yeah, mountain I mean. yeah. them two like going at it you know like so i i don't know there's i think there's enough steam here to do another one but i think their best bet is to cut most of the fat but i i don't know if they can because a big issue is the fact that like J.K. Rowling is a very controversial figure now, and she's very heavily involved in this franchise. Like, it would be something else if, you know, this was being written by someone else, and yes, it's inspired by her world, but she has no involvement, but she's the writer and clearly had enough influence where she wrote out a character because the actress who played her spoke out against her. So that's that doesn't really send a great message, you know. Not a good sign. And I don't know. I mean, Discovery have just bought Warner Brothers, and that merger has gone through. It's finalized. So there are now new executives hey, at so the top of the food chain. 
Maybe so, new Wizarding World. Maybe new DC. Maybe, yeah. I mean, there's a, yeah, there's a good chance they'll come in and they'll see all this stuff going on because one of us has been in a new controversy every other month for the past few years now. <laughs> Anyone who comes out... Them up. <laughs> exactly, like people like um, Catherine Waterstone, Ray Fisher, two people who spoke out against, you know, <laughs> like people doing awful shit under one of others' watch and their response was to fire them both. So maybe they're part of the Ku Klux Klan. Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe maybe that, <laughs> that's what it is. Wait, they're one of those executives. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe it would make a lot of sense. So I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, I th- I think there's a good chance that Discovery will see the the um the commerciability of the uh, the Wizarding World stuff. Yeah. And decide. Yes, we are going to keep that. Um, however, right. <laughs> we are going to sort of remove ourselves from all the all the shit that's going on, all the negative press, and a big part of that would be getting rid of J.K. Rowling. Um, I don't know how they'd go about doing that because I don't think they own the. They, I, I don't think it's like they own Harry Potter and stuff. Like they kind of have like a partnership with her. So I don't think they. I. I. I Legally, I don't know how it would work, but I genuinely think if they want to move forward and have a much more positive reception to this franchise, they got to focus up, just tell the story between Dumbledore and Grindelwald, yeah. which they've perfectly set themselves up to do now. Mm-hmm. And I think they kind of have to remove major figures of controversy, including J.K. <laughs> Rowling. Ezra Miller can die. That's fine. Um, yeah, you can just kill him off. That's that's fine. They've they've set that up perfectly as well. Um. So I, I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't know what's gonna happen. I. I mean, I would still watch another one. I do like this world, and I. I know that there's a lot of talk about. You know, is it still okay to enjoy this stuff despite everything going on with uh, J.K. Rowling? And I don't think it's very fair to completely discredit the work of so many other people who have been involved in this franchise. Yeah. Because of the the actions of one person. And I mean, yeah. I, I think at the end of the day, like I, I think regardless of what the person is or what the person like, what they do, I think you can still enjoy like, if, for for example, if an artist was an absolute racist, hmm. you can enjoy their art still. Do you know what I mean? You, yeah. you could enjoy their stories. I you mean, enjoy... you're the proud owner of several of Hitler's paintings. Oh, 100 Yeah, I mean, the pride, my pride possessions. <laughs> <laughs> You've got them in that little shrine of yours, don't you, Louis? but i i i do agree with that because at the end of the day that look at the harry potter franchise so many different directors actors writers were involved in that and so many people came in and you know yeah there's the it's not void of controversy there's a character i, th- I think you know the person that ron dates in half-blood prince yeah her character turns up in like the third film played by a black actress, but she's like a background character. <laughs> and there's like a lot of controversy. Oh. The, 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 as soon as she became oh, a prominent okay. character, they race swapped her. So classic JK. <laughs> so that's, oh so God. it's still not, you know, above controversy, but at the same time, a lot of people who were just trying to make good films are a part of that franchise. And, 
the franchise as a whole did a lot for people who felt like they weren't seen, like they weren't, you know, like they felt like an outsider, like they felt like a freak or a weirdo or whatever, found solace in Harry Potter, which mm-hmm. celebrated freaks and weirdos and all that stuff, you know. And it could explore themes of prejudice and um, class divide through a fantasy sort of lens, yeah. you know. So you have like pure bloods and mud bloods and stuff like that and the kind of ridiculousness of, you know, racial purity and how everyone should just love each other and blah, blah, blah. So I, I still think there's a lot of good to come out of this franchise. And just because one person is a piece of shit doesn't mean that the rest of it should be discredited. However, the problem that Fantastic Beasts have is that they keep doing things <laughs> that leads to controversy. Keep doing it. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's nothing to say. Like, yeah, I mean, there's nothing I, unless unless they really seriously buck up with tightening down on if they if they're at least consistent with getting actors out if they've done something wrong, then fair enough. You'd understand if if they've got and one least, rule for everybody, but at the minute it's just whatever suits I, them or whatever trend they think might. And I I I think they just kind of have to they have to commit you know if if you are going to explore the relationship between Dumbledore and Grindelwald and have it be a romantic relationship commit to it you know yeah if um, you know like and if you're gonna write out a character have it be (laughs) a part of the story you know at the very least like okay Tina's gone don't just go oh yeah she's unavailable don't make it so obvious and to be honest i don't think they should have written out tina i think you know if you ha- if you are forced to write out characters because the author's got a bit of a um what's the word uh egomania going on get rid of the writer yeah. at, at this point right having jk rowling still attached to these projects is causing more harm than good because without a shadow of a doubt the reason tina the character isn't in this latest movie is because of her and it creates problems for the movie you know it makes absolutely no sense that tina's not involved because her sister and her lover are both involved and are stuck on opposite sides of the conflict why the fuck would she just be like i'll let you guys sort that out she's in a bit yeah she doesn't try to contact queenie she doesn't try to talk to her there's no turns up for the wedding and the free food. <laughs> I have to get a fucking knob off. Like <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So I think at this point, you know, just just get rid of JK. <laughs> she's causing more problems than she's worth. Yeah. Um so I, I, mean, I don't know. In reality, right? Yeah, I know she's she she started the whole thing, but like you've got enough of a foundation that I'm pretty sure there's like enough wizard historians out there to fucking carry on a better story or at least a bit at least a bit more consistency <laughs> and, I mean, and there's like, enough material out it. there that the story of Dumbledore and Grindelwald there's enough stuff already there that yeah. you get a good enough writer like the Steve Cloves guy he could put together that final confrontation pretty well I reckon and 100%. I think you know like at the end of the day Personally, I always thought that the movies of the Harry Potter stuff 
was better than the Bucks because they trimmed a lot of the fat and they got rid of the whole, a character announces their origin story at the end of each book. Yeah. Which, thank God we didn't get that in this movie. So, you know, I um, I don't see why it's necessary to keep her around. Um, Nostalgia for the writers, I don't know, for the for the production company. And I, th- I think it sends a better message as well. If you as a company go, no, we stand behind LGBTQ. You know, if you are trans, if you are gay, what if you, you no matter what, if you are white, black, whatever, we stand behind you and we're going to support you and we're going to make this an inclusive film. So we're going to get rid of the elements that make it non-inclusive. Um, yeah. Instead of going, yeah, we're cutting out all the gay stuff because we want money from China. Oh, I mean, that's terrible. I mean, that's just immoral. It's like, you know, yeah, it, it. the only message that sends is we will do whatever we can to make money. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Ridiculous. It was a good film, I guess. Very good, good film. Time. <laughs> I had a good time with it. Yeah, I would I, I see agree another one. It's brilliant. What? I would see another one. I'd, I'd like to see a finale. I'd like to see a proper final fight between Grindelwald and uh, Dumbledore. I'd... I'd be accepting if this is the last one, but I'd be happier if they gave it an actual ending. Yeah. Um, but we'll we'll see what they do. I'm sure we'll get an announcement in the next few weeks if there'll be another one. Um, it's like the slow kid in a race. You want them <laughs> yeah. to finish, but you know they've tried, so you don't you don't mind if they give up. You'll yeah yeah they did their best. I guess maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they tried. They put also, something out. They also, put something out there. But yeah, anyway. Uh hot take. I think Mads Mikkelsen should have been Grindelwald from the start. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, uh, no doubt. I uh, I don't want to bash Johnny Depp's performance. I think as a villain, it was interesting to see him do something different because it was the first time Johnny Depp had ever played a villain. Um, yeah. but I think Depp was also too focused on the look of the character as he has been for a lot of his characters over the last few years. And yeah. I also think that Mads Mikkelsen and Jude Law had really good chemistry. And I don't yeah. know if Johnny Depp and Jude Law would have had the same chemistry. It's because they're both pretty like sophisticated actors. They're very yeah. well-spoken. So I think like it, they sort of played off each other in that sense that them as people suited each other more than Johnny Depp and Jude Law. And plus, Mads Mikkelsen is just more accurate to the character from the that's described in the books anyway. Yeah, he's got 100%. the kind of Eastern European accent. He's, also, like, um, look, I think the one thing I always struggle with with Johnny Depp was that he just looked too outlandish with the white hair. Like, I yeah. think it like is a bit too out in the Wizarding World sort of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like he, he it was the fact it wasn't the fact that he just had white hair. He had a white hair, a little silly mustache, and an eye that was a different color from his other eye. He had too many things. Yeah. You know, yeah. keep him with one thing. Like Mads Mikkelsen, he's got that white streak along his hair. That's enough. He's got shady eyes anyway. Like <laughs> Yeah, he's um and I also I I don't like Grindelwald's logo. I don't think I've seen his logo. Bear with me. Cause it's it's like it's the um it's the Deathly Hallow symbol, but it's got two G's either side of the triangle. 
and yeah. uh, I think it's a little over designed. Too many, too many things. It's not simplistic enough. Yeah, like Voldemort, you just skull and a snake. It's nice and simple. Gets to the point. Get <laughs> like Grindelwald. He's got his letters and he's got the Deathly Hallows as well. And even though he doesn't seem to, it, the, in all three of these movies, they've had the Deathly Hallow symbol as part of his um, his brand. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not been looking for the Deathly Hallows. <laughs> I know. You could literally just have it with a G's. It looks so much better. Yeah. Like, okay, he's got the Elder Wand. But he's not even what made it. He's do? not even <laughs> talked about looking for the other two. Yeah. I think in the books, Dumbledore says that he never really cared about the cloak, but he wanted that, that fucking resurrection oh, stone. Man. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I um, if you like Harry Potter stuff, I'd recommend this film. Um, if you don't like Harry Potter stuff, this movie will not convince you otherwise. No. 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 If you're a kid, watch it. It's very good. <laughs> if, um, yeah. If, it, 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 if you want to hear, w- if, if, you're, if you're going to watch this film purely because of the fact that you like Harry Potter, then, I mean, fair enough, there is a five second clip of the Harry Potter music as you enter Hogwarts. <laughs> That might be enough for you, but if you really want some depth, <laughs> don't watch it. <laughs> and if you are um, a member of a community that has been insulted by J.K. Rowling or anyone involved with this movie, uh, this movie isn't worth the insult. Um, <laughs> no. no, it won't change your life. No, uh, but yeah. So I guess that's 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 it from us. Um, do you want to do you want to wrap up, Louis? Yeah. Um, Go ahead then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, thank you, everybody. What do I say? What do we usually say? (laughs) What do we usually say? uh, Just say, um, well, actually, actually, um, uh, follow us on social media. However, we are going on a bit of a break for a bit. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, uh, So, I mean... Uh, follow us if you want, but the pages you will follow might not be the pages we're using. We'll have to we, see. We, if you follow the pages, look for an update as the page will change. The page, the, it, we not the page will change, but we will up, we will write on the page what to follow. So yeah, just make sure you follow. And that. we'll um, it's why we've not bothered to learn what the pages are right now because they're all probably going to change anyway. So just, uh, <laughs> just yeah, just just. If if you, if you really want to listen to us, you'll find us. <laughs> yeah, but if you're really not that bothered, then you probably you probably listen to the first ten minutes of this, and you're probably not even at this stage. So and you know what? We don't want you anyway. <laughs> we don't want you anyway. <laughs> this is therapy for us more than anything. This is. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> it's just an excuse for us to talk to each other. That's all this is. That's literally that's all it is. Yeah. Thomas doesn't even record this. This isn't. This doesn't go out. This is. <laughs> <laughs> this is. This is. Whenever you listen to this, this is a live feed. And then once you stop, it, it ends. That's it. It's over. This is us. It's um, actually a group call. Um, <laughs> you right, can talk well, to us, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we can. We can listen. hear all of you. We can hear everything that you've done <laughs> in the last hour. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. You're all right. Yeah, you're, you're correct. Even the racist ones, you're all correct. Anyway, so, <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, we'll we'll be back at some point, maybe. 
um, new name, new logo, new co-host. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, um, I was going to say new fetish, and thought, well, that that doesn't. They don't need well, all that. You've said it now, and you mean I have it, said it now. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> right, perfect. Well, this is this has been fun. Have a good one, guys. It's been nice knowing you. I feel like we forgot to say something. <laughs> really? Oh, oh, yeah. Newt's case had legs. Now that was weird. Oh yeah, actually, I meant to say like the one thing that I did like about the, the magic side of things is they kept that curse that multiplies everything, and they used it to very, very practical use oh, yeah, in the was, cases. That, that was, was fun. fun. That was fun. Also, but really, right? Oh, no, sorry. Just quickly on that, right? That means that they have the ability to feed the whole world with a single item, and they're not doing jack shit. Yeah, the, yeah, the wizards end, are awful. They can end everything. They they can end world hunger, but they're not. They they could if they really wanted to. They could end the capitalist hell that the world's become, but they choose not to. And what's also weird is they give Kowalski that wand. I was just thinking about this then. Kowalski yeah. has a wand, and it's in all the trailers that he gets given a wand. But I don't think it actually works. The only time it actually uses magic, it's triggered by someone else. I thought it yeah. was like a wand that he could use. Like it a was muggle designed. wand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, it has no function. But it's also a really special one because it's made of like a rare material. Yeah, that's the bit that I didn't really understand. Like, if you yeah. were going to give him a wand, why make it so rare? Yeah, because if it why doesn't you do anything anyway... Why wouldn't you just give him a twig from the forest? Yeah. It doesn't, have to ha- it doesn't need to have, like, unicorn hair or fucking phoenix Well, it doesn't, ha- it doesn't, it doesn't have a car. Penis, do you know what I mean? That was the thing. This one didn't have a car. Oh. So it's a stick. But it, it has no magical does... value. Weird. Weird. I don't know why they did that. It was like we need to give Kowalski something that makes him useful, but he never uses it anyway. But does it? But does it actually? Does it actually use magic? Well, I thought, um, I thought it was that woman that put it, and it was like her magic that did it. I didn't think it actually came anything from the. Well, it it wand. comes out of his wand. His wand is the thing that's creating the storm, but it only Maybe creates the storm a... because she triggers it. It's like it's like yeah. it could work, but only if someone activates it. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. It was weird. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, there you go. There's a, there's so many extra fires, right? Uh, <laughs> see is in the future Thank at you some for point. Yeah, see is in a little bit. Uh, there's no one there. 